Hello, and welcome to episode 60 of the Knowledge is Power Hour. I'm Brian. And I am Christian. Brian, we have a guest this week. Do we? Do you want to take a guess who it is? Well, no, because I know who it is. <laughs> okay. Well, let's leave it up to the audience. Yeah. Why don't you guys uh, say aloud right now who you think is in the studio with us. Yep. And you're not allowed to read the description on the podcast episode. Right, right. You have to go on blind. And if you already have, turn it off. Yeah. No, no, turn it back on. Okay. Okay. We're good. Cover the bases. Um, no, wrong. That's not who we have in studio. It's uh, Grace Lydon. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's Welcome, Grace. Grace. I'm sorry so many people didn't get that right. It's okay. They should have known. I was such a surprise. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having it's, me. It's hard to get a, a, a guest like this in the studio, so I can see why people wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> That's true. Grace is big time. I mean, I don't know why she's stooping so low. To... This is my sixth podcast interview today. <sighs> well, we're Shh. so glad you took time out of your media junk, your press junket to uh, come on the show. Straight in from... Uh, you were in Iowa, you were in D.C. It's true. Just all around doing the podcast tour. But what I really wanted was to be on the Knowledge is Power Hour. It's been a dream of mine for three years. I wanted to see the studio, meet the hosts in person, and here I am living my dream. And, and, and what do you think so far? I'm, I'm very impressed, Ryan. I will not <laughs> Thank lie. Thank you. Yeah, what, what, what do you think of KPHQ, the studio? Is it oh, up to your standards? Yeah, I really like the exposed beams mm-hmm. and the steel everywhere. You've got a modern vibe going on. I'm really enjoying it. Good, good. Yeah, we, we ordered that steel um, to be especially shiny. We shined it up when we got here. Oh, we wow. had our intern, Carl, do that. That's so nice of Carl. Yeah, yeah, and, and we know it's really hard to melt that, so mm-hmm. we feel safe within it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are only a few things that could melt the beams, but uh, well, I don't think any of those will be around the studio no. anytime no, soon. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Good. So <laughs> tell us about Washington, D.C. You were there for the Women's March, which I understand was, uh, contrary to popular belief, actually in January. Rather than March. Oh, <laughs> every year we have a women's march in March. Yeah, but this one just happened to be in January. And it's contrary true. to popular belief, I believe I heard that men were permitted to be there and not penned up um, and thrown at tomatoes at. No, I wish there had been more men. I would say that at the women's march where we had, what do they say, a million people? There was, were maybe a yeah. million people there. Yeah. I would say probably one in every ten people was a man, okay. which. I don't know. Is that a good showing? Bad showing? Um, a lot of them had like very like self-conscious signs like about being a man, like white cisgender male here to shut up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. So yeah, you flew all the way to DC to go to the the big Kahuna. I did the real one. I did. That mu- that must be so terrible to be a minority in that group. You know, <laughs> I can't imagine what that's like. It's so hard to be a white man. It is, it is. Nothing harder. Everyone has it better than the white man. It's true. It's so true. Um, but yeah, so you went to the march. Like, what was just the overall um, vibe there? It was awesome. So, like, in the days leading up, um, because I actually got there on Thursday since flights were so expensive, like, the nearer you got to the march, basically. Um, I had, like, a couple days Wait. in D.C. before. So, were, do you think that flights were more expensive for the march than for the inauguration? 
Absolutely. I am so upset about this because, like, in order to protest capitalism and privilege, you had to have an incredible amount of privilege to even get there. Like, buses from New York, where so many people were coming Mm -hmm. from, were, like, way more expensive than they usually are. Like, hundreds of dollars. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that... um, Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it was really awful that that was the case. Huh. Um, But on the bright side, now you have uh, no capital and no privilege. Are you saying she's poor? And um, I, I'm just saying, what I know, I was, to the capital that I don't know about. Oh, I was saying that you you spent it to get there, oh, it's and true. then and then on the bright side is that um, your rights are being stripped, which is uh, in this situation good because it doesn't make you okay. I'm, this isn't Brian. Helping. Thank you, thank you. This is, this is great. Well, and plus, you know, when you when you got on the plane, I assume as is like the procedure, you had to check your privilege. At the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you didn't get that, if you didn't get that back, um, boy, you'd be SOL, really. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, back to the march. Uh, yeah. There, so there was, uh, I heard it was like a really, you know, ex- exciting time. It was what? an exciting event. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's really awesome that they happened everywhere, but especially in Washington, it was just amazing how many people were there. Like at one point during the march, like no one was going on the original march route, and we were literally just sprawling all right. over downtown it's like a blob. DC. Yeah, like every direction I looked was just streams of women. So that was a really incredible feeling. Plus, they had so many celebrities there, mm-hmm. um, like. So many surprise celebrities. As it was, like, the list of speakers was incredible. But then, um, like, at one point, the, the rally had been going on for hours. And people were, like, ready to march, ready to leave. And then right. out comes Alicia Keys. <laughs> <laughs> so there were a lot of exciting parts about being in Washington. But, yeah, um, yeah I know that Christian also participated in St. Paul, which is yeah. awesome. Yep. Not Minneapolis. No, not, not Minneapolis. Not Minneapolis. It was in St. Paul. Um, Give credit where credit's due. Yep. And I I know Brian also um, fought the patriarchy by participating in Dallas's online scene during the Women's March. Isn't that true, Brian? Uh, I was on... Like, share, subscribe. I was on Facebook. I was on Twitter. I was on Instagram. Hell, I was even on Snapchat. Wow. Wow. (laughs) You, uh... Brian, I think you did the most I consumed. I consumed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, consume the patriarchy. Or, well, don't consume it? I'm not really sure. That didn't work as well as I wanted it to. It was close. Thank you. Thank well, you. see, the, the problem is that there are so many people out here creating all this great content, mm-hmm. but uh, not everyone's consuming it. So I right. had to take that bullet. If you ever, you ever see content that just hasn't been consumed, it's one of the saddest sights you'll ever see. For sure. When it's just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you make a sign for the march? I did make a sign, but my sign wasn't as funny as all the signs I saw. Mine said this catchy phrase. What was my sign? It was like, okay. Gemini. Someone's whispering into my ear. That's okay. our intern, Dave. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Um, respect existence <laughs> or expect resistance was my sign. Mm-hmm. But That's clever. I was, know. It was like a nice play on words. I that was a good one. But I think that a lot of people's <coughs> signs were funnier, and I wish I had like been on the funnier edge. Like, I'm sure you guys saw the galleries of signs. I really liked yeah. one that was like... Um, they were all over Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, and Snapchat. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, exactly. All over the web. Um, one was like, women want all rights, all rights, all rights. I really liked that one. Oh, yeah. That's good. Um, 
A lot of Star Wars themed signs, yeah, which I was really digging about the resistance, mm-hmm. like just giant photos of Princess Leia. Yeah. Giant anatomically correct drawings of vaginas. Yeah. I mean, just some very impressive work went into these right. signs. I saw a few with the C word on them. Yeah. And one where Donald Trump's face was made out of like a penis. Oh, wow. I did not see that one. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, that's some craftsmanship right there. It's not easy right. to make a sign. Right. Now, or was it um, a penis made out of his face? Ooh, man, chicken or the egg, you know? It's it's one of them. It's one of them. Um, Brian, so what sign would you have made um, if you had uh, attended? Had I attended, I and there was a protest that I was planning on doing, but then I just things came up. And I, I promise that sounds like I had no, I didn't prioritize it right, and I didn't. So that is the truth. Uh, but I, the night before the inauguration, I bought ten uh, big things of yellow Gatorade, and I wanted to go on Facebook Live and congratulate uh, Donald Trump on on winning because that's what matters. Uh-huh. And uh, I watched his inauguration speech, and I was impressed at how religious he is. Had I known that. Sure. I, I would have, you know, I, I would have been less critical of him. Uh-huh. And then to celebrate his victory, I was going to give him a, a yellow Gatorade shower. <laughs> Very appropriate. Good punch sign. Yeah. So, so my sign, now that you've brought this up, is uh, like maybe let's give Donald a Gatorade shower. And then it, it just some right. pictures of right. yeah. for winning. I could see that working if people like knew the... Um... I feel like you could focus group it a bit. Tweak sure. it here and there. Yeah. So, and I still have uh, all this Gatorade, and I, I've, like, exercised since then and wanted to drink it, but it, and it's not like I think about it as urine as much as, like, I still want to use it for its you intended purpose. You still want to do the bit. But I, I haven't figured out just how yet. Mm-hmm. I think if he ever comes on a, uh, you know, goes to do a speech in Dallas. Oh, Yeah. There's your just, a crazy project. Just run up behind him and, yeah. and pour liquid on the leader of the free asterisk world. Asterisk world. Yeah, yeah. It will be like a yeah, like a Gatorade bath, you know, yeah. in a football game. Oh, yeah. You know how p- citizens do that to presidents. People would love that. You're in Texas. It's football, baby. You know, get Gatorade to sponsor it. I think that's a, that's a solid goof right there. We're all nodding. We are nodding, nodding vigorously, mm-hmm. which and, and that includes Dave, well who is also nodding. <laughs> yeah, Brian is di- frantically dialing uh, Gatorade Inc. Gatorade dot biz on his phone. <laughs> yeah, they, someone already had dot com, so they had to go to the next best thing. Yeah. What yeah. Is, what is Gatorade dot com if not Gatorade? Is it just like a fan website, fan photos, people in their it's Gatorade? It's um, a animal hospital. Yeah, it's it's for for gators. Yeah. It's okay. They are a presenting sponsor of the Knowledge's Power Hour. Okay. So if you can Gator rights are human rights. Brand safe. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I, okay. Go ahead, Brian. So okay, so I have uh, I'll start with two questions for Grace. The first question is I know a lot of people wanted to be in Washington DC for the protest. That's why you saw five hundred thousand people in Chicago. Los Angeles, et cetera, New York, you know, you get the point. Uh, but you were there. So how early did you get on it to make that happen? And then two is what did you do during the day Friday? Because okay. the march wasn't until Saturday. Right, right. So I probably decided I wanted to go to D.C. about a month before the march, which for me is actually really last minute as far as travel is concerned. Um, 
and like started... usually like years ahead yeah oh actually like i've already got my 2019 vacations all planned um <laughs> But, I like, can't I tell if you're being people. serious or not. Is that serious? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I believe you. I would believe you if you said that. <laughs> That's my personality. She's the type of girl who plans vacations three years in advance. Right. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're going to, like... Where am I going, I'm trying Brian? to think about yeah. the Malde- Maldives. The... You got to plan that I always in advance. The Maldives. Am I wrong? It might be. I don't... You know this stuff better than I do. <laughs> I thought it was the Maldives. <laughs> Wait, this is crazy. Who's right? Um. Okay. So let it, let us know in 2019 what the what the locals yeah, say. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. I'll, I'll pass the word on. Yeah. That'll okay. be. Thank oh you. my gosh. That'll be like episode 160 by then. Ugh, something like that. Well, I don't know when this one will come out. So it's possible we'll know I, before. I think it'll probably come out sometime uh, before the next two and a half weeks. <laughs> Who could say? Who could say? Um. So. The, um, the Women's March, I reached out to some friends and realized I actually knew a lot of people who were going all the way to D.C. from mostly places in the Midwest, which was really impressive. And I met up with a lot of them while I was there. Name drop. Name dropping. All right. Um, my best friend Jillian, who I met in Israel and had actually never spent time with in the United States. Boom. Um, literally four friends from high school. High school. Mm-hmm. They don't have names. Oh, Okay, Lauren, Faye, they, Faye, they Julie, don't need Kelly. Names. They don't need names. Uh, thank you to everybody uh, for listening to this podcast <laughs> now that name Grace name-dropped you. Yeah. Um, now that you're listening. Name-dropping Welcome. Grace. <laughs> okay, moving on. On Friday, um, no one really wanted to go downtown because either you were there for the inauguration, and I certainly wouldn't want people looking at me thinking I was there for the inauguration, or you were there to like illegally protest, um, like the entrances, and I applaud the people who did that, and I think that um, there was probably some overreaction on the part of the police, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like want to get involved with that because I wanted to make make sure I made it to Saturday. You didn't break any <laughs> number one. any ATM screens. Um, I thought about it. I really yeah. did. Well, you, I know I've seen you out there with a hammer just going to town. It's always in my car. The U.S. Bank. Uh, yeah, but okay, okay. Well, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard when the glass is stronger than the hammer, so you're just sitting there banging and it doesn't shatter. Yeah, oh, embarrassing. <laughs> Damn, it's the worst. Hey. I hate that. Hey, get a bigger hammer. Yeah, yeah, it's like, get a bigger hammer, you, you idiot. And then you never get a bigger hammer. It's like, oof, boy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyways. <laughs> I went out Friday afternoon, though, and I saw a lot of Trump supporters out, most of whom were clothed entirely in American flags and camo. Ugh. Both. Not one. Christ. Both. So they don't have any fashion sense either. I'm not saying that all Trump supporters don't have fashion sense. Hashtag not all Trump supporters. Exactly. But everyone who doesn't have fashion sense or some. is a Trump supporter. Sneetches and Your words not mine. Did you have a pink hat? I did not have a pink hat. Um, I had a hat. It was not That's pink, good. nor did it have ears. So mm-hmm. um, I was like really nonconformist. Yeah. But there were so many pink hats, even on Friday. It was so great because you could just identify the people on your team by their hats. Right, right. Either it was a red cap or it was a pink pussy hat. Yeah, that's what you told me that was really interesting. It's like there were two different teams in D.C. It was very clear. The red hats and the pink hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like, you know, you walking, you're like walking down the street, you know. Oh, yeah, snapping, exactly. There was always music playing. Oh, I meant like, a, you know, Jets and Sharks. Right, right, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking yeah, like so. red ants and black ants. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people made their own hats, but I am not that skilled. Yeah. There were people just, like, whipping out hats. Like, oh, I've made ten hats since we heard about the hat thing. Uh, what? <laughs> I could maybe make one hat in a year. <laughs> just giving them to people? Yeah, they were giving out free hats, but, like, it was hard to get those. Right. And then a lot right. of people made hats for their whole family and their friends. Mm-hmm. Knitters, crocheters. Ugh. And then there are people like me. Right. No right. handy, what is that called? Handiwork? Um, no yeah. skills with their fingers. Hand, handy skills? Yeah. I think it's called handy skills. Needlepoint, needlework, Needle, needlework. Needlework, yes. I'm done. <laughs> yes. But you had a hat. I did. <laughs> Solely for warmth. <laughs> it was neither red nor pink. Um, was it so, like a, you know, it could have been either red or pink and we don't no. know? Or no. It, it had People a knew what I stood for. Okay. Yeah. You know, Grace, is, Grace doesn't want to give away her uh, biases on this show. I was covered head to toe in Hillary stickers. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, I heard Madonna was there. Yeah, that was amazing. She was a surprise. And Amy Schumer introduced her, which was also a surprise. That's like all Amy said, too. She was like, hi, I'm Amy Schumer. I'm here to introduce Madonna. And then she left. Yeah. Man. So tell me what you know about Madonna in the last week. Okay. So, um... Did something happen in the last week? Yeah. So I want. I just want to. Okay. I want to know if we're, you've heard this or not. We're breaking news, on Madonna. Nobody has heard this. Brian, you. Okay. okay but so, side note, maybe this will explain the fact that a crazy old woman said to me like two days ago that Madonna is a disgrace to women. Oh. Where did she get that, Brian? Because uh, it's false. Okay. It's, it's so, what is it called? An alternative fact. Alternative facts. Guys. There you go. There you go. Oh boy. Um, so I run a like a music marketing newsletter kind of thing. So I stay up to date on the trends and whatnot. No big deal. And I'm gonna read you, you a headline himself. that I came across that that came across my desk. Uh, <laughs> it came across you. The other day, like it was yesterday actually. Okay. Publication billboard headline. Texas radio station bans Madonna following Women's March remarks, urges other stations to follow suit. How many have? What? How many other stations have followed suit? Uh, I have not seen any. I, I don't have the Madonna no Google alert. Desk. Uh, no. Uh, so I'm gonna, I pulled out two sections because I was trying to, you know, as the news source, you got to hear both sides. So it was Madonna said that she had at times been angry after the election and had thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. And then the other section was, the station's general manager, Terry Thomas, said in a statement, banning all Madonna songs at Hits 105 is not a matter of politics, it's a matter of patriotism. Oh my God. Gag me. So wait, did she say that uh, blowing up the White House thing in an interview with No, she said it in front of the women and we all cheered. Oh, she said that at the women's march. Wow. Hell yeah. That's uh, she. But I, she was clearly not being literal. <coughs> yeah, and she then she said, said that later. Was she not smashing uh, Starbucks windows? You don't no, think? she didn't even have her hammer with her. So we knew not to take her literally. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Fuck that. Wait, hits 105? Hits 105. You do not get the KPH endorsement. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Brian, are, do any of our podcasts play on Hit 105? Hits 105? What? Um, I mean... We'll have to work it out with, with them. But Pull them I, from we'll, the air. Yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. Pull our songs. I don't want to be on that awful station. See, but then what happens when patriotism is partisanship? <laughs> well, Brian, then uh, we're going to be in some real bad shape, aren't we? Yeah, do, but it's a good you... thing that's not happening. 
Yeah. Uh, and because we have such a righteous man of God leading us. We really do. Um, some would say that Jesus is uh, his right-hand man. Or maybe that's just Mike Pence. I can't tell the two apart sometimes. One Jesus and Mike? Yeah. I listened to yeah the, the Mike Pence uh, radio hour. Mike Pence come from, came from radio backgrounds. Did he? Maybe there's some uh, political hope for you or me, Brian. I think uh, Glenn Beck. No, he is a radio personality. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah, he's literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what he does. Yeah. No, there was someone else, too, that I knew who came from a radio background. We may never know. Yeah, I don't think there are many other people who did come from a radio, but, like, not, you know, just nobody. Yeah. 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 Only, yeah that's crazy. Only uh, the one that we confuse with Jesus. Here's a, here's a question. When is the first podcaster-in-chief going to be uh, elected? <laughs> like, somebody who had a podcast and, like, became president. I feel like if it were anyone, it would be John Oliver. But oh, he was Because born. he is a podcast man. But he wasn't born in the United States. Right. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. You know, that kind of chaps my ass because... I wanted you to say meet. No, I'm just kidding. John Oliver had a podcast, but now he doesn't go on it anymore because he has his HBO show. Yeah, that's just the step before the yeah. presidency, except for that minor detail about being born in America. Does that oh, yeah. trap your chapped ass? It traps it in a corner, and you don't want to see what my chapped ass will do when it's backed into a corner. <laughs> Does Oprah have a podcast? Uh, I don't think Borpo has a podcast. What? No. <laughs> That's what they call her in 30 Rock. <laughs> Borbo. <laughs> uh, well, it's because Liz Lemon is, has sleeping pills. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, does Bill Mitchell have a podcast? Yeah, he does. It's called Your Voice Radio. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen hide nor hair of Bill Mitchell since the election. Have you seen Bill Mitchell anywhere? No. Just Madonna. That's odd. Yeah. I don't know. Just Madonna. Maybe- Maybe he was uh, named Secretary of Defense, and that's oh. why he hasn't been tweeting so much. Yeah, maybe. Huh. With this administration, <laughs> anything is possible. True. True. Um, Brian, do you know how many people were at the Women's March in Dallas? Probably more than St. Paul. Oh, I don't know about that. Fuck right off. Yeah, yeah St. Paul is just... a pretty red state. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw on Twitter that there was even a women's march in Lubbock. I mean, I would like, I would assume that there are women in multiple locations, and but maybe they're the Trump women. Okay, can we talk about the women in places like Amsterdam and Barcelona that were marching? Because I can't think of a single thing that's ever happened politically in Amsterdam that I would march for. <sighs> that is true. Like that's amazing. Yeah, it is crazy. All politics is gl- now global politics. Like politics at least i guess for the u.s i don't know for See, now we didn't march against brexit were there marchers against brexit no there was uh, a lot of people who were following along on facebook twitter instagram <laughs> snapchat who are all like yeah. what is happening why is this happening i don't believe it this is bad i was there uh, i was at brexit i saw it Brexit right out the window. Brexit online. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I can't believe it was went so global. There were like people in Antarctica marching. I saw that. That was cool. That's super cool. Yeah. Just Literally. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> You're welcome. 
Um, there were all these Canadians marching in, in D.C. That's really? cool. Yeah, yeah, a big group of them walked by us. <laughs> we got we like cheered really loudly for them. Alright, <laughs> uh, I want to pause it. Yeah, Brian, did you want something? To, did you want to say something? I said literally. It's okay. it's because it's cold in Canada. There's another good joke. It was a great one. Were they carrying Canadian flags? Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. cool. I wonder if they were expats of Canadian. Oh, good question. Thank you. Why isn't it past pats? Past pats? Or like former pats? Yeah. Just expats. I don't know. And it's sort of like expatriotic. Like you're not patriotic anymore. You're not a patriot anymore. And when I, whenever I leave the U.S., I'm more of a patriot because I'm spreading America's values. <laughs> and why not uh, rename, rebrand refugees as next pats? <laughs> next pats. <laughs> Brian, I, that is brilliant. I think you should go Political to... Political gold. I think that sounds like, a, honestly, like a Silicon Valley like tech idea. Like Mark Zuckerberg will be like, we're creating a program called NextPats for all possible Syrian refugees. I think we've got something. That's good. That's really good. I think if Trump heard that, he would switch his... He would change his mind immediately about the... Uh, refugees yeah trump seems like a guy who loves puns i think so yeah yeah when i think trump i think puns true true don't we all well his uh presidency is a real play on words because he doesn't use that many of them okay (laughs) so our uh song of the week song of the week (laughs) is i guess do i no grace picks this time yeah, great song of the week. All right, phenomenal. We'll be playing the entire La La Land soundtrack this wow. week in the middle of the episode. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, yeah. I know we put you on the spot. So you really did put me on the if, spot. If we need to riff. I don't know. Uh, let's riff. La La Land. Riff what raff? That, what does that make you think of for songs? Oh, audition song. So good. Audition song? Raff turds. If you haven't seen La La yet, go see it. Uh-huh. This is my number one thing I want people to take from this podcast. Okay. Do you want it? Do you want that to be the song? Oh, totally. All right. What's the song? Audition song by Emma Stone. Okay. I will right. track that song down, and it is about to play as I just tracked yeah. it down. Yeah, that was quick, Brian. I mean, it's it's coming literally in seconds. It's music is like running water. David Bowie, two thousand two. Allegedly. So Rip. Anyway. <laughs> All right, it's Audition Song by Emma Stone from the La La Land soundtrack. And it's that dial. playing now. Now. Now, here we go. Let's play and it. Now. Audition Song. And tumbled into the sun. The water was freezing. She spent a month sneezing. But said she would do it again Here's to the ones who dream Foolish as they may seem Here's to the hearts that to the mess we made 
Captured a feeling, sky with no ceiling, sunset inside a frame. She lived in her liquor and died with a flicker. I'll always remember the flame. Here's to the ones who dream. As they may seem, here's to the hearts that ache. Here's to the mess we make. She told me a bit of madness is king to give us new colors to see. And we're back. That was Audition Song by Emma Stone from La La Land. And it was... The soundtrack. Good. It was great. Great song, great movie. Everyone should go see it. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie, but I have heard the song. That's now... True. That's not true. Long-time <laughs> listeners... But I will have heard the song. Long-time listeners will remember last week when uh, we talked about the half marathon that Grace and I ran on New Year's Day and the resulting stickers that uh, we had not gotten that's at 13.1 um, to put on our cars because that's the only reason you run a marathon. Brian, you have a 26.2 sticker actually tattooed on your lower back. Right. Yeah. The lower it's, back tattoo. Well, it's, it's just a tattoo. It's right. not a sticker it's anymore. Not a sticker. Right. Sorry. Yeah. It's like shaped like a sticker. You know, I, I was sure. tattoos and stickers confused. Totally. See, people totally think it, sometimes people try to trouble. peel it off, and that's very painful. So I just want right. to nip that Set in the, the butt. Set the record straight. People, yeah. please stop peeling off Brian's lower back tattoo. <laughs> it's caused him immense amounts of pain. Uh, but I'm happy to report that Grace got me the, a 13.1 uh, sticker. Oh, congratulations. And thank you, thank Grace. You. You're welcome. <laughs> and it's, it says 13.1, uh, because I'm only half crazy. Uh, I just saw it, and I was like, that has Christian all over it. Yeah, this yep. is exactly his sense of humor. Yep. So, uh, Brian, she's, Grace is calling you fully crazy. 
Wow. No, the sticker Full is. Mer- oh, the, sorry, uh, no, the sticker no, no, no. Grace uh, RTs never are not endorsements. That. Stickers are not my opinions. <laughs> the opinions of the people who make the stickers. Of course, of course. Sure. Right. Well, and, and KPH's parent company, Halliburton, does not endorse these views either. So. But does make stickers. They do make stickers. Also, so, that you do not endorse, right? Yeah. Sometimes. I, they have, like, cat ones that are pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so is so, the yeah. sticker on your car? No, I'm actually, it's funny, I actually got it um, tattooed onto my um, <laughs> butt, uh, my buttock. So, I can't peel it off. No, no. Hands away from my fanny is what I always say. Nip it in the he butt. He does. He always says that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, thank you, Grace. And, you know, now whenever I'm looking at my rumpus in the mirror. Um, You'll feel inspired by oh. yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You inspire yourself. I do inspire me. But hands away from my fanny. But yeah, hands away from my <laughs> fanny. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, I listen. <laughs> Spreading awareness for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Hashtag hands away from my fanny. Mm-hmm. If you've listened this far, yes. tweet us. Please tweet us. <laughs> Thank you, Grace. Wow, usually we do that. We haven't done that in a while. But uh, please tweet at us. Hashtag hands away from my fanny. Um, we'll be monitoring. Yeah, we take attendance uh, every episode on who's listened, and um, it's just been kind of a, a paltry few, you know, years here. So, um, but yeah. So speaking of fannies, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes when you eat a certain food, right. it definitely comes out your fanny. Oof! The segue is. Could not be stronger. I know. And that food is Mexican food. <laughs> hey, it's Mexican food. Um, well, yeah, and you should enjoy it while it lasts because soon it's going to be about $40 for one taquito uh, because of Trump's uh, border wall tax plan that may or may not actually happen. I think they kind of shut down that idea, but um, if it did come to fruition, I'll tell you what, the fruits would... Um, not be cheap. It's true. Avocado, the greatest of all fruits, the leading fruit in my life. Mm-hmm. If I were to get a tattoo, it would be of an avocado. Said it here first on That's the true. Knowledge is Power Hour. All right. That's true. <laughs> See, You'll cite this podcast when your Wikipedia page goes up. Exactly. Grace Lydon has an avocado tattoo. Yeah. Where does where would this be? Okay, I've got this all planned. So you know how people get those tattoos on the inside of their wrist? Yeah. I'm going to have half an avocado on the inside of each wrist. Only Ooh. one of them has the pit. That's good. I've that really thought good. about it. And then when you put your hands together, you can Exactly. Like, you can open the avocado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. good. That's good. It's a, it's a great tattoo. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm so happy you guys approve. I've just been waiting to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, are you sure you don't want stickers of those? Because um, I think we could find those, too. No, no, no. Thank you, though. Okay. Are sticker right. tattoos just temporary tattoos? The, the, that's what... There's Am I not no following? There's no such thing as a sticker tattoo. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is on my butt? <laughs> uh, Brian, I didn't want to bring that up, but it's it's been disturbing me Wait, for a while. Wait, I thought your tattoo was on your lower back. Where is the tattoo? Oh, my Brian? lower back is my butt. <laughs> Yeah, you I know, when, when we say, you know, in the song, Brian Got Back, it's about simultaneously his lower back and his fanny. Yeah, his fanny. Yeah, his tush. Stay away from my fanny, though. So, Brian, as um, Knowledge is Power Hour's senior Mexican correspondent, um, can you tell us uh, sort of what you're thinking with this possible um, 
Mexican food tax. Sure. So as everyone knows by talking to me and looking at me, uh, yes. half of my family is Hispanic. And I've always said, uh, you can come after my freedoms, you can come after my family, but you can't come after my tacos. Uh-huh. And right. this is where I draw the line. Okay. So Oh, so... You're gonna do, are you doing you're gonna do something about this? It, we're gonna talk about it. That's for sure. Taco about it. That's that's talk a new one. It. That's a new one. Oh, I thought that's I thought you were making that pun. That should be a recurring segment. Let's talk about it, and then you review tacos every week. That would be a good yeah. And that's yeah. gonna be our um, our rebellious uh, sticking it right. to the man because they don't want right, us to talk resistance. about tacos. Yeah, yeah, they don't want you to talk about tacos. They want tacos to fade into the dustbin. Of history. But we won't let that happen. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. Brian, does your family, like, cook Mexican food a lot? Would this, uh, would this impact their, um, food? Uh, during holidays especially. So. Yeah. You eat, like, Mexican food for Christmas, right? Yeah. And Thanksgiving. Nice. And Thanksgiving. What do you eat for Thanksgiving? What's a Mexican Thanksgiving? Uh, we'll have some pasoli. And pasoli. What, like, what is that? It's like a like a soup type of chicken thing. Chili. And it's a little bit of chili, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. That sounds good. It is very good. I look forward to it every year. Yeah, but I this know. year, I might not get to. And that mm. is a shame because... In Trump's America. Because it's so... Like, I, there's not going to be a 20% tariff. That's crazy talk. Yeah, I don't think it's actually going to happen. But could you imagine... $80 churros? Avocados I mean, are already too expensive. I'd have to think Agreed. They tax them. Agreed. I'm going to be so mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so mad. Yeah. Last year, the worst thing that could happen was putting peas in guacamole. This year, we're not even going to be able to afford it. Boom. Couldn't have said it better. Thank you. Well, you I could... actually didn't hear about the peas thing. Yeah, oh. you did. No, I didn't. Did you... The New York Times put peas in, like, a guacamole recipe. Melissa Clark, my favorite food columnist at the New York Times, put peas in guacamole. And Texas. Oh, Texas was so mad. Good. In fact, like, everybody was. I think Californians, too. They eat a lot lot of guac. Yeah. Yeah. They were not okay with peas in guacamole. What? Did it have a funny name? Like... I don't think, like... Pea mash? I think it was called, like, uh, pea pea balls in your guac or something like that. (laughs) Yuck. (laughs) Um, but yeah, you didn't hear about this, Brian. It was a simpler time when people got angry on Twitter about peas. That was and a great day. Like speaking of great Twitter days, which I know you guys did last episode. Yeah. That was a great day on Twitter. Yeah. That was a really good day. Man. I like love peas, so I feel like it'd be fine, but <sighs> rip my mentions now that I've said that on yeah. this podcast <laughs> to all your listeners. The horde's coming after you. Grace. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I uh, I hope guacamole goes untouched because it's an Just international treasure. Thinking about it, I could see peas adding to guacamole, but not like a full pea. Like you'd have to chop mash the peas em. up. Yeah, mash them. No, mash em, wait, stick were them they in mashed? The... Stick too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> were they... <laughs> Were they mashed peas, or were they... I thought they were just, like, in the raw. No, for sure they were mashed. No, they were just peas in the buff. No. <laughs> no. Damn. You could have sworn. It was, like, a similar consistency all the way through. It was a dip, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess... I guess there are sense. chunky dips. Yeah. Well, you're, you're looking at one. <laughs> <laughs> I just 
That was a nice self-own you had there. I well, I wasn't. I was ch- trying to make it ambiguous on whether it was uh, towards Brian or myself. I, I prefer a slender dip. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a word that rhymes with trap that can describe a bowl of guacamole. So if anyone has it. That rhymes with trap. Yeah. So I could say peas in the. Bees in the trap. Yeah. yeah. What is that from? Run the jewels. Bees in the trap. Bees in the trap. Is that from Run the jewels? No, that's from Nicki Minaj. Oh. Bees in the trap. Be- bees in the trap. No, keep going. Keep going. Bees in the trap. Bees, <laughs> bees in the in trap. The trap. <laughs> Here, Brian, I'll I'll lay down the beat and you freestyle. All right. Just kidding. Be- no, oh, I was about to go in on it. Sorry, I, d- I was doing a goof where the beat was too slow, but very then I beat. forgot Brian can rap to anything. Yeah. I-, I like to pride myself in that. It would have been a great cover. Nobody would have expected it to be that slow. Mm-hmm. It's more of a like seductive version of Bees in the Trap. <laughs> yeah. Bees in the Trap. I got my bees in the trap. I got my bees in the quack. Bees in the quack. <laughs> That's good. Thank you, guys. A little bit more workshopping. You guys oh, yeah, will yeah. have a hit single. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But, you know, it's it's funny that Trump would uh, raise taxes on Mexican food because he's such a fan of taco bowls. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I just remembered that tweet um, half a second ago, so I... That was, like, the most... That was the most anxious I've ever felt about a tweet in my whole life, seeing that. Why? What do you think? It was going to be poisoned? No, the whole, like, I love Hispanics thing, and then it's, like, a picture of a not real food that isn't even in his Mm -hmm. thing. It was just, I was, like... Of the many disturbing things that he has done, it was was pretty disturbing. Mm -hmm. And yet, I still wanted to eat a taco bowl. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting Mexican food right after this. I actually am getting tacos tonight, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hell yeah. In memoriam. I'm so excited for the chips. (laughs) chips yeah yeah in memoriam that's exactly what we're doing before it gets too expensive we're going yeah um i'm asking my age for all the all the listeners who can't see yeah for our i i ask my age every night for the churros that i won't eat wow that's beautiful yeah that's so beautiful brian do you eat um like easter churros no yeah uh did i tell you guys my new band easter the easter churros (laughs) Um, what type well, of music do you make? Uh, we make it's sort of like a ska, heavy metal kind of fusion band. Wow. Yeah. But Christian too, right? Yeah. Well, of course it's fitting with his it's, name. Yeah, religious in nature. Yeah. Of course. Every song is actually an open letter to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and we also we publish them in all the major newspapers when we release a song. Do you think 2017 will be the death of the open letter? I've already like seen many fewer of them. I would say that every letter is an open letter to Jesus because he's always watching. Wow. Wow. Damn. Oh my god. Brian, I'm going to have to shut down my band because <laughs> you said that. You've rendered our entire existence uh, moot and effectively mute. <laughs> Woot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, open letters are dying. 
I, I would agree. Doubt, yeah. yeah, I think 2016 was like a bad year for open letters because there were so many bad things going on in the world that people wrote lots of open letters. And, you know, the funny thing is, I think Big Stamp um, really lobbied Congress to shut down the open letter business because an open letter is one that you don't need a stamp for. So true. So I hate when stamp acts. Millions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I got to... We have to go to a break real quick, an ad break. Uh, Stamps.com is a proud sponsor of the Knowledge is Power Hour. And, uh, Brian, you better rethink Stamps.biz, your your startup that's competing with Stamps.com. Only because we're on the podcast, I'm not going to go into it. But I will say that there is an opportunity for (laughs) Stamps.com or whoever to maybe look into sticker stamps on a body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, stamp tattoos. Boom. Stamp twos. Test stamp. Yep. Stamp twos. I think I got it the first time. No need to. tamps. Put it in guacamole. Stamp peas. Wow. That's a great one. Have you ever put stamps in your guacamole? No. What if you need to send a guac... Uh, what do you want to send? What if you need to send a bowl of guacamole... To somebody. Do you got to put a stamp on that thing? You would never send a bowl. It would turn brown. Um, but what if it was... But you, uh, you got it. But if you want to send it anyway, you got to put a stamp on that thing? Yeah. Yeah. You got to you gotta squish a stamp into the metal? You got to put a stamp on that thing? Hey, hey uh, Kev. Kev, you hear about this? See about this? Stamps. Guacamole. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. I would you say know, yes. Brian, I would say yes, you do. Brian... Do you think that this podcast will not be listened to by anybody because our one listener is literally on the show? <laughs> no. I, d- I think that we'll have the right metadata to find listeners. Sure. It's you guys all... have a huge audience. You say so every week. <clears throat> well, Grace, I, I didn't want to be the one to tell you this, but you might be our only fan. That's it. I'm going to my next podcast interview. Damn it. All right. Well, that's a wrap. (laughs) That's a wrap. Uh, Grace, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, I know you have a very busy... uh... No, really. I appreciate it so much. I've been wanting this for three years. It's like a top five reason why I'm dating Christian. I really appreciate the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we had had to have you on after you went to the Women's March because that was very cool. Thank you. It was very cool. Yeah. Final thoughts about uh, women, marches, and guacamole. Okay, I'm going to do this real fast. Uh, Women love guac. Let's spread that love into the love of marching and taking action and calling reps. (laughs) Done. Oh, yeah. Grace, uh, what's your Twitter handle so all of our fans can follow you? At Grace Lydon. Grace Lydon. Yep, super easy. Uh, She wrote a script that you can use to um, talk to your elected reps about uh, not defunding Planned Parenthood. Yes. Because no matter where you are in the aisle, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. So use it. um, And it's on your Twitter account. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Keep marching. But now that your Twitter handle's out there, rip your mentions, as you had mentioned earlier. Rip my mentions. Rip your menchies. Yeah. It's so true. Oh, have you, do you know about this frozen yogurt place called Menchies, Brian? I, I don't. I'm, like, dying to go there and get a bowl, and then when it's done, I'll be like, rip my menchies. 
Is that in... Um, That's solid. Like... That's solid. Thank you. Yeah. You got... Glad you... I could focus group it here first. Do that one after the guacamole tweet. Okay, okay. Yeah. This has actually just been a workshop for me and my Twitter, but I really want to thank all the listeners for tuning in anyways. Mm-hmm. I hope you took as much out of it as I am. Yeah. So I have one final thought on guacamole. Okay. And my thought is, if guacamole grows on trees, then sign me up for plant parenthood. <sighs> All right, and with that, folks, uh, we'll let you go. Um, but thank you. I don't have any last words on guacamole. Okay. I don't have any as good as Brian's or Grace's. We're going to go eat some guacamole right now, I think. Yeah. All I'm of us, like all three of us. Hungry for some guac. Separate places, of course. We're all just going to go our separate yeah. ways now. Right. Eat right. our individual bowls. Yes. If you see some, send some. <laughs> yes. That's what they always say. Yeah. If you see guac, eat guac. Stamp it and send it. That's what they always say. Also, hands off my fanny. <laughs> Hashtag. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.